0: As we wrap up summer, so does ABC wrap up its latest family sitcom, United We Fall. You watched season one, episode eight, that happened to be the finale. It's called Re-Wedding Crashers. Can you tell me a little bit about what you watched?
1: Yeah, so this episode starts off with Bill and Joe, the two main characters, and they're coming back from a school event with their two uh, little girls, Lulu and Emily. And um, they get a letter from Bill's uh, grandma, and it was just a gift. It was some cash, and then uh, Bill and Joe realize that they both missed their 10th anniversary. Um, two weeks prior and that's what the letter was about and they're like oh no we missed it so their whole thing was that they were going to renew their vows and have an actual wedding because originally they eloped and they uh, were inviting the whole entire family but they realized that the family is kind of starting to take over the wedding and they're realizing that that's why they eloped in the first place
0: so that they wouldn't be yeah so that the family, family wouldn't drama. Be, yeah yeah that makes sense uh was wedding crashers at all like made fun of in this like the movie no not really Okay. Um, Did you recognize any of the cast? No, I actually didn't recognize anyone. All right, so let's go through them first. All right, so we have Joe Rodriguez, and that's played by Christina Vidal, and she's actually the first Puerto Rican child actress to play a lead role in an American film, believe it or not. Uh, That was Life with Mikey. And later on, she went to star in her own TV show called Taina on Nickelodeon in the early 2000s. Okay, so she's been around for a while then. Yeah, she's been in a ton of roles, and she's also been a singer. She's been in a band. Uh, we have Bill Ryan, who's played by Will Sasso, and he's famous from Vine for spitting lemons out of his mouth. From Vine? Like, the app? Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. That's just... No, he he actually started off on Mad TV, and he's been a journeyman on a lot of TV shows, Less Than Perfect, How I Met Your Mother, Modern Family, Mom, like, he's been in a ton of stuff. He wasn't the naked man from How I Met Your Mother, right? No, I don't think so. He was in, like, six episodes, oh, so, okay. he, yeah. Um then there was also oh yeah he also played the Three Stooges in the movie oh, he was yeah. one of the characters there and he loves like WWE wrestling so he actually partook in some sort of promotion for it by like going on to the stage and tackling someone <laughs> yeah um, and then he was also in the claws movie. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he voiced one of the um, Angry Town members, like one of the lead Angry Town members. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Sandy Ryan, who's played by, obviously, Jane Curtin. She's from SNL. Yeah. Obviously. And uh, she's also called the Queen of Deadpan. That's the nickname she got back then. And uh, what do you think of her
1: role? Uh, she was fine. She actually didn't have that much deadpan in her role. She was actually kind of, like, supposed to be the really, like, energetic mom, but also overbearing at the same time. Energetic.
0: Okay, so I thought that she was going to be, like, the curmudgeon, you know, really judgmental, a know-it-all parent trying to, like, intervene in the... Oh, yeah, no, she plays that that role, too. Okay, so she's both energetic and also, like, the Raymond dad. Yeah, basically. Like, where she, like it's a combination of the two. Yeah, yeah. There have been so many... TV show sitcoms that have relied on parents like either living there or remember that Adam Pally show that just came out yeah, this year? Yeah. What was that called? I, I forgot. Um, I think it was called Indebted. That was it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then also Frasier and King of Queens. Like there's always that angry parent or that parent that's kind of just like making, supposed to. Yeah. Making yeah. But her fame goes back to like the 70s, and she's been in Coneheads and Third Rock from the Sun. She was even in Rex is Not Your Lawyer as an uncredited, like, uh, yeah. yeah, the failed been, pilot, yeah, the pilot with David Tennant.
1: You know, it's so weird because with those type of shows, they always like play someone famous, mm-hmm. but like, you know, that other that older people were now, yeah, like, in hopes to get. Well, people. she
0: she's gobbled up a couple of Emmys in her day, yeah, and like, so. yeah, so they were just like staple right on the <laughs> show here. Um, Then we have Chuy Rodriguez, who I think you might recognize once I tell you where he's from. He's from Weeds. He's one of the drug dealers in, like, season three or four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he's also been in Scandal a lot, and he was in the Half-Baked movie. That's where he, like, became (laughs) really famous at the beginning of his career with Chappelle and so he's played multiple characters with like a drug background yeah and then scandal he was like a bad guy so this is kind of a turn for him yeah there's no like drugs yeah this is like a family sitcom yeah there's nothing but this guillermo diaz guy is kind of an interesting character in, in in real life like he is a huge fan of this famous singer i want to know if you can guess just based off if i give you like four examples uh he's either a fan of kesha he's either a fan of lady lady gaga Jennifer Lopez or Madonna and so much of a fan that he has that tattoo right on his right arm
1: Uh, I'd say Madonna because you were either trying to be misleading or you put too much information in there
0: yeah it is madonna he's like a huge fan and he's been to all her tours <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's you can't get bigger than that yeah um and then the kids they have two people playing lulu and emily has actually gotten some praise for her role like how she's playing it as a kid which is weird to think that they're judging yeah, i mean she she was fine as a child actor mm-hmm. uh, she's been in a commercial with Derek jeter and she's going to be in this new movie with adam sandler that comes out <laughs> later on that's called like hubby halloween
1: and I imagine that's gonna be like a family like movie as well.
0: Yeah, you did that. It's got a lot of people attached, like Kevin James and such. But um, it's Adam Sandler's been playing a dad forever. Yeah, <laughs> and he always will. Um, yeah. So the show episode itself, did you said it just felt basically? It,
1: normal. it felt pretty normal, like you know they have. Like things that they set up that they knock down later, such as the mom wants to have a dance with her son because she wasn't able to, and then the son throughout the episode is like, oh no, and then finally by the end she has a dance with her son, and then they want to you know have the wedding alone until finally one of the family members is like, you guys love each other and let us like actually have this wedding because even though we might be like overbearing, like you deserve an actual wedding, and so they have the actual wedding, and you know there's like it follows the basic sitcom formula. Yeah, but
0: they. steal the name from Wedding Crashers and you think to yourself, well, Wedding Crashers is this R-rated comedy. Maybe they're going to add some like jokes yeah, or, or well, some oh, sort well. of allusion to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would think. But I'll say this about the show. Um, this is a very big positive. It has a ton of jokes packed into it. Now, Does it? Now, a lot of the jokes are corny. I didn't laugh at a lot. But it has, like, I mean, there's a joke, like, every 10 seconds. And even at, you know, some sitcoms, you get, like, some of the dramatic moments, like, one dramatic scene. And this one kind of had that. But even throughout that dramatic scene, there was just jokes jam-packed. So I'll give the show credit for that. Okay, so
0: overall, what would you give it on, like, a scale of good to bad? Like a 5 out of 10. Of five, So basic. And do you think it's going to get in our season? Uh, it could. I'm surprised that it's only eight
1: episodes. Usually shows like this run for at least like around the 20 episode mark. Yeah, or so. it was
0: supposed to be a mid-season premiere. That makes sense. But then they had to push back with COVID. And then also they really have don't have a lot to air right now. So it's in between a lot of reruns of like the Goldbergs. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> One thing that confused me was that its definition of the show, I guess, the description, it says Joe and Bill always have each other's backs. So it's dumb against the world. But if the two main characters never have any like t- tension or second guess each other, then doesn't that prevent them from becoming like better characters? Like the whole well, drama of almost every sitcom that I've ever seen is the two couple, the couple fighting. I mean,
1: maybe somewhat, but the main like attention in the show comes from the other family members, not the kids, but more like the friends and stuff like that. So, yeah, just but Benicio how realistic and...
0: is it that couples don't fight?
1: Oh, well, I mean, it's not realistic, but I'm sure there's some episodes where they, like, do have minor fights, but, yeah, it doesn't take over the full
0: episode. Okay. All right, so the show creator, Julius Sharp, is from a show called Making History. He also created that one. He's had a really weird background as well. Um, Let me throw some things out there and tell me which is the false thing, because all the other ones are true, all right? Okay. He's the author of a book called So You're Going Bald with the tagline comedy television writer Julius Sharp woke up on 9-11 to his own personal disaster. His hair was falling out. And then there was a second one. He bought a Maserati when he was first hired for Craig Kilborn's show and totaled it within a week and couldn't ask for a raise. There's the third one. Uh, he's very outspoken on Twitter talking about COVID and the current administration. And uh, then he also lived with uh, Rob Hubel. When he first started out
1: i'm gonna go with the third one he's very outspoken on twitter you don't
0: think he's very outspoken on twitter oh wait. only one of them is oh wow is yeah false. okay because all those
1: are like huge um yeah then i'll, I'll go with that
0: one because i hope all the other ones are true because those are pretty big if they are okay the only one that was false was that he bought a maserati as soon as he got okay. cast on the Kilburn. Yeah. <laughs> so all the other ones are true he lived with rob hubel um, From Chilton's Hospital. Yeah, one of his most liked tweets is, three months ago I was baking bread every day. Now I'm eating Doritos in the shower. And that's mm-hmm. yeah. response that's to COVID. It. And then, yeah, when I first read that thing about the... Um, being the author of You're Going Bald. That um, seems kind of like borderline offensive a little the bit. The 9-11 thing? Yeah, yeah, but then I listened to an interview and he actually was in New York on 9-11 and participated sort of in like the after rush of every, everybody freaking out, right? Oh, okay. So I guess he has more of a excuse to joke about it because it wasn't like he wasn't a part of it and just decided to make right, fun yeah, of it. Right, yeah,
1: just put in the title for, you know. Yeah.
0: Guys. Okay, so then moving on, um, let's get into the reviews of the show. The reviews of the show have not been kind at all. Yeah, it's
1: that's not a surprise. Okay,
0: but I'm serious that no one really seems to be liking it too much. The best I saw was people saying, well, it has potential. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple
1: jokes here. Like, even at the very beginning, because um, Lulu, I believe, is a little girl. She, like, she had an accident at the school place. and you What the was first- the accident? She had to go to the bathroom, and she didn't make it in time. So they put her in, like, a garbage bag. That's the first thing you see Bill walk in with her, and she has a garbage bag around her. And then the mom comes in from the kitchen and is like, oh, did she have an accident? And then the dad's like, no, we're going to throw her out. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's funny. And there's a couple jokes here and there that kind of work. But, yeah, for the most part, these are really corny and somewhat cringy. Like the mom starts singing Gangnam Style and starts dancing to it in one of the uh, scenes. And it was just like, wow, this is... A... Well, she is a singer. Did she perform well? No, not, not really. Okay. She wasn't supposed to. That was kind of the joke.
0: Yeah. Uh, Will Sasso, when he was on Mad TV, would make fun of these type of shows. Like he would often do skits where he'd be the character that yeah. would just make fun of a situational comedy. So it's interesting how he got cast in this. A lot of people were happy that Will Sasso and Christina Vidal were able to be making bake because they're on abc right now yeah but at the same time it wasn't like there's a lot of people who are really watching the show um let me give you some of the reviews that i read that were um just funny to me uh watched about 10 minutes and turned it off however the guy with the laugh track button really clearly loved it oh well yeah well
1: like i said there's jokes throughout so the laugh track does get annoying but i mean you know they obviously use it a
0: lot cause... yeah but people really didn't like this laugh track it's, i'm not they I'm said not... they use the same laugh every single time and then they also used it constantly actually well yeah they use
1: it constantly but actually it's something i've realized with a lot of sitcoms that have laugh tracks whenever they use a pop culture reference such as Gangnam style and i'm referring to that joke specifically there's always like the big laugh after that because it's like it's supposed to be like oh you get it and everyone gets it so
0: like there were different laugh tracks but i understand what people are saying Mm -hmm. viewership has been dropping almost every episode um the finale did get a little bit higher than the previous episode did, but it's still lower than some of the other shows they've canceled, like broke this year. Um five point eight on IMDb, less than five hundred reviews. Consist- consensus isn't that good. Uh if you watched if you were to give it another season though, what would you change to make well, it better?
1: This just might be me, but I'm not a huge fan of Laugh Track, so I'd maybe get rid of it kinda like they did with Sports Night. I mean I mean but that's also- that's yeah that doesn't actually affect the jokes uh, if they're not funny yeah yeah i'd also because like the amount of jokes is good but just make them funnier like i mean you know again gangnam style has been parodied to death and that was what like seven years ago so you know like it's like eight years ago yeah so a long time ago and just like make the jokes better and maybe even though i said this was one of the highlights of the show that didn't have a lot of dramatic parts give it some more heart than it actually had because there wasn't like by the end i was just kind of like oh okay so it wasn't wholesome no it was but i'm saying like not as
0: well as it could have been Hmm. um yeah so it's been called bland unimaginative there's a lot of yelling going on not enough people find the funny the jokes funny and obviously i pointed out the laugh track uh, In terms
1: of the yelling going on, that did rely a lot of, on the joke, and it's like, that's that gets
0: old after a while, yeah. so I understand that as well. Uh-huh. Uh One of these reviews said that they like Will Sasso and Jane Curtin, but this was a little embarrassing, and... <laughs> one star is too generous will she go back to mom is it, that's a really good show <laughs> yeah <laughs> a no. lot of people did compare it to mom and said that mom is a
1: much better show I, I can tell you that i'd probably rather see a mom episode than you know another episode of this but i'll say that the main two people they were good actors like i i would that i was entertained when they were on screen
0: but with no lemon shooting out of his mouth like that's for real a thing that he does yeah i'm so. gonna have to see that cause that's. Well, it's like the Ryan Gosling guy with the spoon. Oh, yeah, the cereal, yeah. (laughs) All right, so tell me a little bit more about the plot. What exactly happened at the wedding ceremony? So, yeah, the
1: wedding ceremony happens about 15 minutes in. um, But before that, we see Joe inviting all of her brothers there's twins and then there's benicio who she invites later on and then there's so, also... so th-
0: sorry just wait, wait. this is like a multicultural um show as far as joe being uh latinx mm-hmm. right so they try to make it a big deal uh to show as much to incorporate that into today's comedy and but a lot of people felt that that was a poor excuse for letting the show past the network pilot and get a series I could, run. Yeah, I could see that. Because it just based on that, like, they need that plus yeah, an actual it, unique plot. Like, that's fine to but just, like, actually
1: make it good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was Chewy as well that they invite. And like I said, um, kind of joe and bill by the very end are like okay let's just get married right now or like let's renew our vows before the family gets here and then the family shows up in a truck with a snowplow because it had snowed six feet the night beforehand and then like you know the daughter is there and is like okay
0: like she's the ordainer so i can't i can't remember the last sitcom tv show that's done a wedding where the couple hasn't gotten married somewhere else after the wedding or before the wedding yeah well i mean it makes like, it makes sense did it in how i met your mother too right yeah yeah and it's yeah it just seems like a common trope that this one is yeah and speaking of common tropes director mark Sendrowski, i think that's how you pronounce it um he's done a lot of directing for the big bang theory according to jim uh rules of engagement wizards of waverly Place. okay so and so this is like his bailiwick
1: yeah and like i said this is a very like family friendly show there's like you know a couple jokes here and there that are kind of edgy but you know you can watch what's the the edgiest thing they said there was a couple sex jokes in there like that would just go above a kid's head if they're listening to it yeah okay so but yeah by the very end um they're like you know like i said the mom gives kind of the speech about like if you guys love each other you will actually let us do it and even joe says something to bill like you know they put a lot of work into ruining this day for us and then bill's like yeah you're right so they get married um the twins do like a weird cartwheel because that's something that they had choreographed i guess and like was part of the
0: wedding so and then they get uh they renewed their vows Mm -hmm. the last show that we reviewed the uh, the shy um they ended their thing on a wedding as well and they also had kids there so it's funny how many people are getting married with with kids
1: (laughs) the thing about this show that i think it's like one of the problems is it's very surface level like in the end i can summarize it in three short sentences they need to renew their vows the couple um the family's overbearing but in the end they get married anyways with the family doing whatever they wanted
0: so yeah there's nothing wrong with a simple plot right there's nothing wrong with a sitcom type just we're gonna turn off our brains and watch it yeah but if it is just taking from everything else you've already seen it feels like your brain is in agony almost right. it's almost a torture like device. like if it's a
1: simple plot make it funny if you don't have enough jokes then like do something different with the story or something like that you know just give me something different kind of i guess
0: that's a good way of putting it and i think it's rather telling that julius sharp went onto twitter and retweeted some articles that he thought were positive for the show but if you actually look at the articles themselves they were pointing out how this is just another example of a fat guy hot girl like hook like the um king of queens type scenario that they've done so many times on tv and it feels like for someone who has written on so many shows and created other shows that they would kind of veer away from just the same old same old well my question is why would he retweet those articles like if they weren't they were like good. the only ones that were talking about like it was like the highlight of the week this show and then you were like yeah it's a retread of the same old but uh, okay. at least it's yeah. here at least it's something new in the covid environment yeah. but at the same time i think that the show isn't going to get a second season as i said the viewership is pretty low when you say the viewership numbers like what what it started that? at like i think it ended at like three million
1: oh, okay. which is which isn't good yeah for like one of the big three that isn't that
0: large for one of the big three being cbs NBC, NBC, and and abc ABC. so before we end it i just want to make sure that we got everything covered in the plot that you wanted to talk about yeah basically that
1: was it and then the very ending joke is the fact that the truck that they came in on is out of gas so they're going to be staying there for the next week
0: sorry the truck where were they going again
1: because they got they uh, got a truck with a snow pile they got to the house and they had the wedding and then the truck ended up being out of gas
0: so everyone's going to stay there in the house for the next week that's how they ended it so (laughs) right. so what do you think their plans for season 2 would have been considering that like 8 episodes isn't a huge order and they probably had more time than the regular show does to make a perfect script and instead they came out with basic script
1: yeah i mean like i would just imagine that they were probably dive deeper into the relationships of all the characters in season two
0: yeah i read somewhere that chewy and the grandma even though they were at odds with each other in a lot of the episodes had like a hidden friendship that was oh i didn't even see that in this episode okay that wasn't even hinted at yeah well then that's probably where they'll go on (laughs) i i when i read that there was an episode that dealt with the grandma getting a colonoscopy and falling in love with like someone she or Talking <laughs> about someone that she'd fallen in love—it's like who wants to see that? Who wants to? Yeah. They, they, well, they didn't show the colonel. No, but I'm talking
1: about like just the script in general.
0: Though if they really wanted to increase their numbers, they they could have done it and then no, gotten like no, huge no. blowback. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've really covered everything in this episode and basically the show. So if, I'll be surprised if it gets another season, but we'll look at it then if it does. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.